0: The Kansas Jayhawks play here on FM 101.7 and 1320 KLWN depend on it.
1: Hello and welcome Adam Dravetta, with me Derek Johnson. I I don't know if we call this like Rock Chalk Sports Talk extended into uh the weekend here but we're out live at the granada and it is already an awesome vibe down here on mass street
2: it's a fun it's a fun setup really is
1: everybody's walking around going shopping trying to find your spot to watch the game just experiencing everybody's got their ku gear on i mean there's thousands of people down here you already look around and see some of the bars and restaurants they're already full if not uh pretty close to filling up at that point we've got uh the uh granada where we're by out front of the indoor they're gonna have a watch party on the indoor side of things at the granada and uh, they're having a five dollar cover charge we have free drink coupons to give away to the granada so come by just say hi. Say you heard it on the radio. Something, and uh, say you're thirsty. I don't know. And, and we we'll, got uh, a few of them to give away yeah, too. Yeah, we do. So yeah, so and, and we'll give those away. There's also uh, outdoor side uh, for the Granada, and that looks really cool. So it's right by. You have the Granada, and then there's a bagel shop, and then there's like kind of an opening where this lot is to the right of it, and they're gonna have like this big screen TV outdoors. They have a barbecue spot there, which Adam got some food from. I did.
2: I got pretty uh, good stuff. Yeah, I got the roll with the uh, pulled pork. They put some uh, chipotle coleslaw on that, and uh, uh, they have a few choices in in sauce I went with the sweet barbecue but they got a spicy buffalo and a couple other sauce options and uh, it's it's good stuff and they got dr pepper which
1: that's is an Adam always, favorite.
2: it's a, a necessity for me is, is a is Dr. Pepper. And so. Bill
1: Self was drinking uh, Diet Dr. Pepper at his presser earlier this week we in go. Lawrence. So uh, drink of champions, apparently. Although I don't know if the NCAA would have allowed that. They like to keep everything with the, uh, the Powerade Cups. That's true, you're right. Nothing he could do, because that was a uh, home one. Okay, so T-Mobile is our Mass Street sponsor. I should probably mention that. Our watch party here um, with the Granada opening at 4 p.m. We're currently here till 3.30. That's when the Jayhawk Radio Network coverage takes over. 3.30 till 5, tip off at 5.09. You can hear it on FM 1017, 1320 KLWN, and our sister station, 105.9 KISS. Uh, we got free beverage coupons, like I said, for people. You can spin the wheel. We've got T-shirts, beads, candy, all sorts of stuff to give away here. Um, so come on by as we get ready to preview this Kansas-Villanova game. So
2: I, I do want to warn you, the mm-hmm. line is already beginning outside the Yes, Granada, it is. So yeah. Get here you soon. Get here, get here quick. Yep. They lay it, the line is... Starting at the outside the Granada already.
1: Come with multiple people. One person can hit in the line at the Granada, the other can get in line here and spin the Kiss Prize yeah. wheel, and then you can switch. Um, so, Kansas Villanova, we spent a lot of time this week on RCST talking about this game. And if you missed any of it, you can check it out on our Best of RCST podcast. Uh, one of the biggest keys in this game for Kansas. You know, the Jayhawks are going to want to get out in transition. We know they're so deadly when they can get out and run. And Villanova is a team that doesn't love to do that. They're 14th slowest team in the country by tempo according to Ken Palm when you go into tournament only games they would essentially be the equivalent of the third slowest team in the country at that point um it's hard for me to say this is a game where whoever wins the tempo wins the game I don't think that's true yeah I think it's more so that it's easier to slow a team down than it is to speed them up so I think you just kind of expect this is going to be a slower game KU is going to have to adjust
2: if by some chance Villanova you know decides to surprise and say no no we'll go ahead and try to run with you." um you know maybe they've got a trick up their sleeve that they'll say no we you know we haven't done it yet but we can do it that's a possibility but i think villanova is comfortable when they slow things down uh and what we talked about this week is one way to get out in transition is to uh, get defensive rebounds uh the problem is villanova is very good at getting offensive rebounds without having to send an extra guy We've talked all year a lot of times if a team is good at getting an offensive rebound is because they sell out for the offensive rebound, which means if you get that defensive rebound, you've got a better shot at, at a, a very fast transition bucket. The problem is Villanova can get offensive rebounds without sending very – somebody equated it to um, – a, a team in football that can rush the quarterback and get pressure without needing a blitz.
1: Yeah, and that'll make it very tough. Now, as far as the styles of, of these two teams play, one of the key differences is going to be what they want and what they ask for and what they get out of their five-man spot. For KU, they're going to try to establish the post offensively, whether it's David McCormick or Mitch Lightfoot. For Villanova, whether it's you know Jermaine Samuels or someone else, it's going to either be a stretch five, or it's going to be a guy who can, in the case of Samuels, take you off the dribble, which you don't always see at the five. And a good example of that is KU played Baylor earlier this year, Jeremy Sohan, who Sohan's probably better at it than Samuels. I mean, Sohan is, I saw a mock draft the other day, had him going in the top 10, right? So he's more talented than Jermaine Samuels at doing it, but that's the kind of player, and that obviously gave KU some fits. We've seen a stretch five give Kansas some fits, although last game against Miami, uh, they were able to kind of neutralize that. That's going to be a big difference, and I think, It's one of those things where it's, you know, how does Kansas stop this for Villanova? But it's also how does Villanova stop this for Kansas? And I guess whoever just does better at executing their strength is going to have the edge.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. If you don't want to, if you get into a situation where Dave is just so outmanned and outgunned that you have to pull him off the floor, the problem with that is, what do you have on the other side? Now, I will say Kansas has an option for that. Uh, Mitch Lightfoot has a clear Area of comfort where he likes to shoot, and it's over his right shoulder. So that does, from a game plan standpoint, that tells Villanova exactly who to what, how to guard him. But if he's able to successfully get a hook shot over the right shoulder, he's very, very likely to can it. Yeah. Uh, because he's so good at that. So I will say there's somewhat of an advantage if you're Kansas because you do have, uh, if you do have to pull David off the floor because he's just not holding his own defensively and he's getting just truly torched. Um, At least, you know, you lose Dave on the offensive end, but you have something of an option with what Mitch Lightfoot can bring to you on the offensive end. Um, But, you know, like we talked about yesterday, uh, you need, you know, you need your big men to to hit, you know, whether that be Dave or or Mitch Um, points from bigs or points near the basket in any way is going to really have to be a big part of how Kansas attacks this team.
1: Yeah, especially when you look at guys like Ochine Christian who thrive so much in transition, not going to have as many opportunities. Throw it to the big guy in the post, in the half court, and let him go to work. and. Hope that that works out for KU. Uh, another thing of interest in this game, Kansas with their small lead guards. In the case of Dewan Harris, Remy Martin. I think Dewan's listed at six one, uh, maybe closer He's, to five yeah, eleven, six yeah, feet. Yeah. He's listed uh, six so. one. I think Remy's listed at six feet, and Wait, again, you, you know, maybe five ten, five foot eleven. And it's not just that they're uh, a little bit shorter in stature; they're also not, you know, uh, what's the name of that? Byron Eaton, like that guy for Oklahoma oh, like they're State. Not, a little, they're not beefy. Yeah, they're yeah. not. Uh, yeah, um, I think that. In the case of Villanova, that's going to be something to watch. What do you do? Because we've heard all week long about Villanova and how they can back you down in the post with their guards and how... uh uh, Colin Gillespie is, I think, number one in the country. Obviously, limited attempts, but in points per possession when when posting up, and it's not just that they can score on you when they post up, but it's that they can draw the defense in, and then you have a guard in the post doubled or seeing extra help. And he's obviously going to do a good job of pitching the ball out and finding the open guy, which can lead to a, a three from a good three-point shooting team. How does KU go about defending that? Do they just stick with the small guy and say fight like hell, or do they go with one of their bigger guys, and then basically you have a mismatch with you know one of those smaller guards on on basically a wing
2: um yeah that's that's the problem is is if you choose you know a guy if you choose a bigger guy to guard colin gillespie you're still going to somewhere along the line your your smaller guards are going to get exposed against somebody who's taller than them and likes to post up so you know do you want to put you want to say all right we know you're taller you're going to post up but we're you're not as good as colin gillespie So we'll put somebody like this would be a great, you know, Marcus Garrett would be a perfect, it'd be a great game to have him. Um, But I I think, you know, you don't, you absolutely don't want to get in foul trouble. And it's not just foul trouble. It's the fact that they're the best free throw shooting team. And this isn't hyperbole. They're truly the best three point shooting team in the history of of NCAA basketball. Yeah. And so you don't want to, you know, you don't want to get in a situation where you have to worry about fouling them um
1: yeah don't be down with two minutes to go you know
2: but and then you yes and then you also have to worry about um you know staying disciplined on the guy who's not guarding the posting up guard because if you come in and try to help you've given an open three to a team that could shoot threes guarded or unguarded yeah and so if you come in and and over help you know then you're closing out on a three-point shooter who's really really good yeah um and the other side of the other part of discipline is is uh, avoiding shot fakes, yeah, or avoid falling for shot fakes. Um, I kind of, a, you know, I'm of the belief that you put, um, you know, you know, athletically, Ochai matches up pretty well. The problem is, like we've talked about, and I, I think it was C.J. Moore did the article where he he talked about other coaches and. Um, Those coaches kind of said some words that I won't say on the radio. But the the point is, is they kind of they just emphasize that if Ochai, whoever guards Colin Gillespie is going to be pretty worthless on the offensive end because it's going to take so much out of him. Because not only is you chasing
1: him around, you're trying to keep your leg muscles intact to keep him from backing in.
2: And those possessions last for, you know, 28 seconds. They wear that shot clock down. So you're guarding him hard, but you're guarding him for a long period of time, too. So count on whoever you have guarding Gillespie, Count on them not doing well offensively,
1: and maybe that's more in line with why you would put DeWan Harris on him. So uh, that's going to be a really interesting matchup for KU. I, I wonder if it's just going to be something where it's you know we're going to kind of mix it up. We'll have this guy go on him for five minutes, while we'll yeah. this guy for another five or ten, something like that. Uh, we'll wait and see. Obviously, Justin Moore not going to be playing for Villanova. Tore his Achilles in the Elite Eight game late in the game against Houston. It was an awful injury for a guy who's a, a fantastic player, probably the most talented player. I mean, Ryan or uh, Colin Gillespie is, is the. Lead and points yeah. and, and the leader of the team and maybe the best college player but in terms of the most talented it's it's justin Mori he averages 15 a game 36 percent from three on six attempts per game this is a villanova team who shoots about half their shots from three point range this season so clearly they're going to be missing that guy because he's someone who can hit a contested three as well um and i think that just kind of goes back in line with the the fouls like both teams are going to heavily want to avoid a high foul game in the case of Kansas because you don't want to put a great free throw.
2: Yeah, literally free points. Exactly.
1: And for Villanova, they have such a short rotation. They're a team who's pretty much playing six guys to begin with. You lose Justin Moore. I'm sure somebody will replace that sixth guy. Probably Chris Archie uh we had brian haney on rcst yesterday and he said there was you know some talk early in the week about brian antoine a former five-star recruit but he thinks it's going to be more of archie diacono after speaking with some some villanova people and so i i just wonder how that all works and as much as ku doesn't want to foul if ku can get some early fouls on the big men for villanova specifically i mean that that would be huge
2: especially if kansas can hit their free throws yes uh but yeah we we didn't see against Miami exactly which but again even yeah you want to make free throws but the biggest story you you said it well the biggest story for Kansas fouling is Villanova is incredible at shooting free throws the bigger story for Villanova fouling is they just can't afford I mean they're it it could get bad for Villanova real quick if Gillespie or um I forget the other if if one of those two lead guys Mm -hmm get a couple quick fouls before like the under twelve timeout. Yeah, Caleb out. Daniels, yeah, Jermaine Samuels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If 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 one or two if, if one of those guys gets a couple cheap fouls in the first ten minutes or so, it could get I mean Jay Wright ultimately will probably have to just decide to keep him in there mm-hmm. and hope they don't get a third.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing of note, I mentioned Villanova launches a ton of threes. They're not like the, the team in 2018 shot like 40 something percent from three. They're not yeah. that deadly. They don't have that much pro talent, but they still shoot a ton. Um, I think they've hit 10 threes um, double digit times this season. Now, most of the time, they're shooting 30 to 40 of them. So if they go 10 of 30, I think you actually take that. If you're Kansas, that would be 33 yeah. percent. I mean, you'd prefer worse than that, but I don't like you can still win the game you're if they not, hit 10 yeah, threes not essentially. Deadly.
2: I think a lot of people remember what happened um, in. Uh you know, 2018. And that was an amazing team having an amazing night. I mean that, you know, if that happens again, it's just one of those things. Right. If it happens, just tip your cap to them. Cause they did something that it doesn't ever happen. So, um, you know, I don't think, you know, this team is not like that team. And then on top of that, that team wasn't like that no. team the whole year. Just, they had an amazing night. They were an amazing team, having an amazing night. Um, but, yeah, they're still they're still going to put up a high volume of threes. Mm-hmm.
1: Whether you guard them or not, they're going to put them up. Obviously, you'd rather guard them because it'll make it tougher, get yeah. a hand out there. Um, I'm, I'm interested how it works the other way when Kansas is on offense because Villanova is a team that doesn't really overhelp because they, they try to emphasize, you know, staying out on shooters – and, um, you know, they try to win the one-on-one battles, essentially. Yeah. And so that leaves opportunity for a couple things for KU. One, it further is the idea of, you know, if KU can have their post players go to work, they're just going to get the one-on-one opportunities a lot of the time. Now, maybe Villanova throws a wrench in that game plan um, because of the fact that they have seen on tape that at times the KU bigs have struggled when they've been doubled, getting the ball out and stuff. So maybe they doubled against smaller exactly. So maybe they do adjust and, and you know throw a wrench in that. But uh, from what we know about them, that means there's an opportunity for KU to win on one-on-one battles with cuts, with players winning off the dribble, the players winning off the dribble. Could be a good game for Dewan Harris, too. You know, we've seen him, a lot of those runners outside the lane or those kind of uh, tough little, like, semi-layup, like, five-footers. Yeah, yeah, Could yeah. be a good game for him. Could be a good game for Remy. He can win off the bounce. That's bats.
2: the thing. Remy is so, so, so mm-hmm. quick. I don't know. I mean, Villanova is, is good. And Gillespie's
1: a really good defender, yeah. so that'll be interesting. That'll
2: be – he'll have his – and maybe – hey, maybe Remy, if he give gives Gillespie such fits, that could lead to Gillespie struggling on the offense. Yeah.
1: That's the hope. And, uh, you know, if KU can win on cuts, which they're normally good at, that's a positive. But certainly not expecting a high-scoring game here tonight. All right, we're going to take our first time out here. When we come back, we'll get on to player watch. We are live outside the Granada. Come on by Granada. Lucia, Abe and Jakes. There's inside and outside here at the Granada for watch parties. It's filling up fast. We've got some drink coupons to give away. Stop on by with Adam Dravetta. I'm Derek Johnson. Joel Becker back in the KLWN studio. You're listening in on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on Get
3: it. your deck ready for summer. With 11% off everything at Menards. Remove dirt and stains from your deck with Sunnyside Exterior Deck Wash. Free after rebates. Once your deck's clean, apply Ultra Advanced Stain and Sealant in One. It protects against abrasion and sun damage. The exterior semi-transparent wood stain is just $28.98 a gallon. After sale price and 11% off. Good to April rape- second savings her mail and rebate some exclusions apply see store for details
4: Save big money at
3: come on how is that not a charge i'm calling brian haney to see if he can do something about these refs Hey, Matt, what's up, bud? Hey, you, you don't call in the game as we speak, right? Hey, Brian, tell those refs to put their glasses on. That was a horrible call. I saw it clear as day here at the 23rd Street Brewery.
5: Okay, okay, Matt. I'll see what I can do. And he rocks the rim
0: with a right-hand tomahawk jam. All right, Matt, hey, I got to go, man.
3: Okay, thanks, Brian. I need to whip up a couple pans of Bill Self mac and cheese. Watch our Jayhawks at the 23rd Street Brewery
2: if you can't be at the game.
6: This tax filing season could be one for the record books. There are thousands of dollars worth of new tax credits on the table, and Jackson Hewitt will help make sure you get every one you deserve. Tax credits for being a parent, taking care of a parent, taking classes, and so much more. Don't leave thousands on the table. Jackson Hewitt will make sure you get credit for all you do and get your biggest refund guaranteed. Learn more and find your nearest location at jacksonhewitt.com.
5: Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street.
0: The Kansas Jayhawks play here on FM 1017 and 1320. KLWN. Depend on it.
1: Depend on it. Welcome back. About a quarter till three. At 3 30, we scoot over for Jayhawk Radio Network coverage. As David Lawrence, Sean Kellerman will have you covered till Greg Gurley and Brian Haney take over. Tip off at 509 for Kansas and Villanova tonight. Here on KLWN and our sister station, 105.9 KISS. So with Adam Dravetta, Derek Johnson out front of the Granada. Come on by. we still got some drink uh, coupons to give away. You just go inside and you get a free drink. You could have a Coke. You could have a water. You could have uh, something stronger to calm the nerves. Whatever you'd like, come on by. Say hi. We're also giving away, like, T-shirts, and uh, uh, we gave away a bunch of hats earlier. We've got beads. We've got koozies. We've got bottle openers, all sorts of stuff. So come on by over here out front of the Granada Live um kansas taking on villanova players to watch in this game i've kind of sorted this into different categories here the first would be the star player um whenever you talk about villanova colin gillespie Gillespie. it's the name that pops up he averages 15 and a half points per game leads the team he leads the team in assists per game about three and a half per he's 41 percent from three he's not a, a chucker by any means from three point range He kind of takes more efficient ones, but he also is a guy that late in the shot clock, if there's two or one on the shot clock, he will take a contested three, and he has more than enough ability to hit it. And 91% from the free throw line, he is just a a great player, a solid player, and uh, he's going to keep Kansas' hands full.
2: Yeah, he's he's the guy that, you know, he, he, he... He's the kind of guy that he can have a great game, and Villanova can still lose because win or lose, be probably their lead guy. Now, if you can shut him down, you're in a great, great, great position. Um, but the manner in which he plays, just as as good as he is, combined with the manner in which he plays, could be kind of a problem for uh, for the Jayhawks. Yeah, the posting up. He did such a unique thing that that you really don't see much of, um, and, and it's you know he's not only is he different, he's really good.
1: Well, it's interesting because I, I think, so if we go to the star player for Kansas, it's Ochagbashi, 19 points yep. per game, over five rebounds, 47% from the field, 40 from three. But he's down to just 12 points per game in the NCAA tournament. If you were having a draft of picking the players between these two teams, you know, if you were taking it on overall body work, it'd be Ochai number one with a bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But based on how they played in the NCAA tournament, based on the importance of, of point guard play, you might go with Colin Gillespie there.
2: I'd probably go Remy, but. Yeah, that's fair. with the Gillespie way he's playing if you're going tournament only, but Colin Gillespie is, is an outstanding basketball player. Um, I I do. I kind of wonder, I I hadn't even considered that until right when I said it at the end of the last segment, I I do wonder if there's something to be said, if whoever's he, he's guarding can really give him a hard time. Mm -hmm. um,
1: Cut the head off the snake.
2: Yeah. Could that prevent him? You know, could that make him tired at the other end? Um, That would be, you know, I'm not sure. I, I, I wonder now, what do we, what did he do against Houston? He struggled. He was no, 2 of
1: 10 from the field.
2: So, I mean, now look, Houston is is a terrific mm-hmm. defensive team, one of the best in the country. So, you know, it's hard to repeat that, and great players rarely have bad back-to-back games. Um, but I'm sure, you know, Kansas had... Uh, if there is a, a benefit to this, it's that Kansas had a week to look at this.
1: Yeah, that is positive. I also wonder, as much as we've talked about them backing down Kansas, we've seen a, on a few times, I mean maybe once per game. Kansas tries to post up Ochai Bajie. I yeah. wonder, that would be funny if, if they kind of reverse the roles there. Um, if you guaranteed me is going to play a great game today, then yes, Ochai will be the best player on the court today. We'll just kind of wait and see uh, how the shooting goes for uh, Ochai. The next category is matchup nightmare. Um, for Villanova, it's Jermaine Samuels. He'll play some at the four when Eric Dixon is out there at the five. I'd imagine Dixon will give him anywhere between 15 and and 25 minutes a game um but samuels going to play small ball five for them he'll play at that four spot when he's in at the four i think it's a pretty you know i don't know almost like for like it's like the spider-man meme of jalen wilson yeah, and, and jermaine other, samuels yeah. like pointing at each other but when he's in at the five that's when he becomes the matchup nightmare he's averaging 11 points per game six and a half rebounds 47 percent from the field 27 percent from three those are solid numbers they don't sound great but here's what he's done in the tournament Seventeen and a half points per game, eight and a half rebounds per game, and he's five of ten from three. Yeah. So there's really nothing defense have been able to do because he's so good at getting in the lane, finishing through contact. Now he's hitting threes in the NCAA tournament. It's going to be tough for whoever the KU five is to try to stop him. And it's weird because ideally this might be like a KJ Adams game, although you would lose your offensive advantage there. Yeah. But we just know it's it's going to be Dave and Mitch for the most if, part.
2: If yeah. He, he's absolutely a guy who if you want to if you want a guy who besides gillespie who's just going to annoy you and, it, it, and if kansas is down at the half and they're going ooh, this guy for villanova already has 16 points he is equally likely i think to at least with based on how they've been playing in the tournament um he's equally likely to uh, to gillespie of being that guy that you go man how do they stop him
1: the uh, matchup nightmare for Kansas, I think Jalen Wilson in the same way or even David McCormick. I, I, I don't know who you would pick. I would just say that with Jalen, he a lot of times is a matchup nightmare for other teams. Maybe not as much for Villanova, but we'll see how that goes today. I think, you know, it's weird because normally you don't think of just like post-up centers as a matchup nightmare. Like usually, this team. Exactly. Usually you think of stretch four or um, a guy who does something well against like... A big a good, who can shoot. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Um, but that's kind of the case in this one. And Dave, uh, so far in the NCAA tournament, he has not had more than seven rebounds in a single game. His only game with double-digit points was the Miami game when he had 15. He's yet to have one of those games that we, you know, we, you don't count on it consistently, but we very much did see maybe once every three or four games during the conference season, Dave would have a game where he went for like 15 and 12. Yeah, or 15, and 18 15
2: and 12, something like that. And, and that, that hasn't be, happened. That would
1: be huge If he today. could
2: have that tonight, that would be great. Uh, but it, it, like we talked about the the for for David McCormick to kind of live up to his best i think is going to depend on if bill self is willing to or or is able to keep him on the floor uh, because he's not getting torched on the defensive end or if he is self says all right we'll deal with that and we'll just match you know we'll, we'll try to match points for points and and let dave cook on the other end uh, but again we've also seen dave you know, he, he has still gotten away. We, we talked a lot toward the end of the regular season about how Dave's bad games used to be two points, one rebound. Now his bad games seem to be more like nine and three or, you know, six and six and four, something like that. Um, and, but you need, if, if you can get, you know, whether it's because, if he's if it's because he's playing really good defense um, and Andy scoring on offense, that's the ultimate. But if you just deal with whatever... You know, whatever deficiencies or whatever advantage Villanova has with with whoever David McCormick's going to defend, um, I think he becomes the biggest problem for Villanova on their defensive end. But yeah. it, it all comes down to can Dave do enough on the defensive end for Kansas? to make sure he's still on the floor for Kansas when they have the ball.
1: Yeah, and obviously if you're getting beat off the dribble, then a help defender has to come over, and then boom, well, guys open for three on a good three-point shooting team. Okay, the X-Factor players, Caleb Daniels for Villanova. He's been coming off the bench, kind of been the sixth man, but he plays starter minutes. I'd imagine he'll be starting for uh, Justin Moore today. A little over 10 points per game, 38% from three. He's a good shooter. Above all else, he's probably their toughest shot maker on the team. There are times when... You know, he, he's one of those guys where it's, it's a little feast or famine where sometimes he'll take shots that make you scratch your head, but then other times he makes those shots and you go, oh, wow, what a great player. Yeah. So that's the type of guy that can get hot in any given game. That's also the guy that, you know, could go ice cold in any given game. He's going to very much be an X factor for Villanova, especially with Justin Moore um, out for the game.
2: Yeah, and and that's he, – he could be – you know, when you, when you play your first game without an injured player, um, you always kind of run into – other guys stepping up and that's a that's a big big thing uh you know you almost that first game is is when you know the other players are most likely to really step up and fill in that role uh and and he's the guy that if you if you view a guy like you said you just said it um if you view a guy who can who can uh, get some excited fans out here um if there is a guy who can who will step up um, I almost kind of wonder if it's going to happen in the aggregate for Villanova. That, you know, we go through this list of players, but if it's every single player hyper, hyper focused because they had, they're a man down, uh, that they're not, no, no one player is going to uh, replace the injured player, but you, you know, you could almost replace them in the aggregate if every other player is, is that much more. They're already a great and well coached team. But if they're even that much more focused because it's their first game without an injured player, that gets scary.
1: Um... I think for Kansas, it's it's pretty clearly Remy Martin. Uh, 17 points per game in the tournament. That's that's double what he averaged in the regular season. Five rebounds per game, three assists per game. He's gone 24-44, over 50% for the field. So, I mean, for many reasons, you know why it's Remy being the X-Factor. And, and that's going to be key. They need him to make shots again, especially if, if Ochai continues to struggle. The last category we have is the unsung hero possibility. Uh, for Villanova mentioned, it, it would be one of Brian Antoine or Chris Archie Diacno, whichever one kind of fills the role yep. of that sixth man for them. They're each at just nine and a half minutes per game. Antoine's played in only about half their games. Archie Diacono, 34 to 37. Um, Archie Diacono had nine points, didn't miss a single shot in a game that Justin Moore missed earlier this year against Connecticut. So uh, that's kind of the guy for them. And then for, for Kansas... It's Dwan Harris or Mitch Lightfoot. Kind of pick your poison.
2: I was thinking Mitch Lightfoot uh, because he has shown. Now, DeJuan, um I mean, he, even as recently, did he can a three against Creighton? I know he canned a couple against Texas yeah, Southern. Did. So Dwan has shown an ability to be willing to shoot and occasionally make uh, close, you know, open threes. So he's he's an X factor there. But I would give it more to Mitch Lightfoot just because we've seen, like, if you tell me one guy between DeWan Harris or Mitch Lightfoot is going to haul off and have a 15-point game, it's not unheard of for Dewan to do that I just think it's more likely that, that Mitch Lightfoot does that and then another reason um, now I'll say this without scoring uh, Dewan Harris could absolutely be the unsung hero if he spends a lot of time guarding Colin Gillespie and holds him to eight or ten points that would be yeah
1: enormous. that would be that would be uh... but I,
2: I kind of I go back to what you said earlier in the show. Are they more likely to just go five minutes on, five minutes off? I doubt they switch, you know, all four. Um, I guess it's possible, so everybody kind of gets a break But uh, from guarding Gillespie. But, yeah, I, I think Dewan could be an unsung hero, even only scoring six points, because if he guards Gillespie well, uh, that would be big.
1: Yep, Dewan with a 4-to-1 assist-to-turnover ratio in his NCAA tournament career, 70% from three, 63% from the field. So it could be a good game for him. I think for Mitch, you finally started to see him get healthy. He had five total points in the first three tournament games. He had nine against Miami. Hopefully that's a good sign for KU. All right, we're going to take another break and stop for a legal ID here as we near the top of the hour. We'll be back for our next half hour before the Jayhawk Radio Network takes over. You're listening in to KU pregame. You're live outside of the Granada on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on it.
3: Attention Jayhawk fans, get downtown early today for the ultimate Jayhawk pre-party before KU takes on Villanova in the NCAA tournament semifinals. Mass Street will be closed all day for pre- and post-game celebrations. Pick your location to pre-party and watch the game at the Granada or Abe and Jake's Landing. The Granada Outdoor Party kicks off at noon. Doors open at 2, $5 cover after 4, food from Mr. Bacon Barbecue. Abe and Jake's also opens at noon, $5 cover after 2, food from JB's Tacos. Get there early to get the best spot or call ahead to Abe and Jake's or the Granada to purchase your reserve seats today. Rock Chalk Jayhawk,
4: go KU! Who's ready to spring clean and save some green? Lonnie Blackburn and BJ Blackburn here from Academy Cars. This month we're on a mission to help you cash in when you clean out your garage. So stop making payments on a car that's cluttering up your life. Because you could clean up in a nicer, newer car. It's out with the old and in with the new. During our spring clean and save some green sales event. Dust off that old ride you hate driving. And trade up when you bring it in today. Because you could drive a nicer, newer car with rates as low as 2.49. And whether your credit is the best, blemish, or needs Mr. Clean. Our For the People credit approval process could be your fresh start. So let's spring Clean and save some green. You could save up to $4,000 on a nicer, newer car. Depending on the price of the car you choose. But, but hurry. hurry. I'm Lonnie. And I'm BJ. And we're your dealers, For the People. In lovely Lawrence, Kansas. See all my rides at academycars.com or call us, 785-841-0102. Academy Cars. Credit requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. Vehicle purchase price determines actual trade. It does not apply to advertised
3: specials. Offer absolutely expires on April 30th, 20th.
0: 1320 KLWN Lawrence and FM 1017 K269 GP Lawrence. Depend on it. Join KLWN and T-Mobile Saturday for
3: Mass Street Madness, featuring games, face painting, busker, and lots of prizes. Come on, Lawrence, let's all cheer on the Kansas Jayhawks as they take on Villanova in the big basketball game in New Orleans. Join us on Mass Street both inside and outside for watch parties live at the Granada. And for the first 100 people at the Kiss FM tent, your first beverage is free, courtesy of T-Mobile. Join the party on Mass Street this Saturday in front of the Granada, 11th and Mass with T-Mobile and KLWN.
0: The Kansas Jayhawks play here on FM 101.7 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on it. Depend on it.
2: Derek, I can't speak for uh, Matt or for Bourbon Street, but Mass Street's getting pretty fun.
1: Yeah, it is. We've got beads we're giving out here, so it's it's uh this, it's the exact same. Yeah, exact right no, same maybe, as Bourbon Street Maybe
2: not totally the same, but it's it's a good time. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. It's uh pretty uh, exciting here. Hey, look, we got a guy in the Carolina. Uh, sweatshirt as long as it's not duke i think we're good with that um all right so uh, we're out live with the granada we're only going to be here for another half hour jayhawk radio network coverage will take over from there and have you covered here on fm 1017 and 1320 klwn and 1059 kiss i wish we could stop that guy right there and ask about his decision to buy an omar wilkes that's great that is great um nonetheless he
2: had to have known him
1: yes absolutely you know we had that story from brian haney earlier that he was like the nicest kid and yeah 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 um, Yeah,
2: because he was the first guy they interviewed him for those who don't know we had haney on earlier this year well we have him on quite a bit but the story that derek's referencing is uh they interviewed omar wilkes about roy williams decision to leave um and it was like breaking news and this was obviously pre-twitter pre-social media i think they had myspace or zanga back then but that was (laughs) it um and they were the ones They had Omar Wilkes on. He thought, okay, well, I'm going to KU. Yeah, I'll jump on. He didn't realize that the reason they were having him on was to talk about Roy Williams deciding to leave for uh, North Carolina, and they were the ones who gave him that news.
1: <laughs> uh, they said he was a wonderful kid, though. Wonderful yeah, yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He did, uh, yeah.
1: So Bill Self is 36-6 and all time in the first game of the two sets. So the first round, Sweet 16 final four and obviously the immediate response is well it, it makes a little bit of sense you have longer time in between and also the second game is inherently harder than the first but yep. what doesn't make sense is like the final four record is better it's than the Elite better 8 than record the, Elite the Sweet record. 16 record is better than the second round record yep. so that inverses the, the competition thing. The the long time in between games is something though that would make a lot of sense when you have a, a great coach. Um, on the flip side Jay Wright's 20-9 and nine all time in those first games of the, the two um, but We know one of those six losses for Bill Self was against Jay Wright in 2018. But, you know, looking back on that, I don't know how much you point to that and say, yeah, that was a situation where it proves that that stat is that, you know, uh, they're not getting more prepared than the other coaches. I think it was just something where, like, it doesn't matter. KU could have had the best game plan of all time. Yeah, They could have had Red Auerbach, Greg Popovich, Coach K, everyone in a room devising a game plan together, and it would not have mattered that night.
2: Yeah, and and it's... Which
1: means I think it does matter tonight.
2: I would agree, and I think a a big, big, big place where it it matters is um, the posting up of the guards. You have multiple, you know that's what they're probably going to do. You'd be surprised if they didn't. Um, And it gives you all week to prepare for it. And Villanova, not just that they had an amazing game in 2018, they're also definitively the better basketball team. That, yeah. that day, I mean, not they had what five
1: six pros. Yeah, they were
2: they were an outstanding. They were one of um,
1: Bill Self said earlier this week. He said that's that's the most impressive team I've seen in the last decade.
2: Yeah, they they were one of the best national champions, certainly in the twenty ten you know twenty tens, uh, maybe in, in this entire century. And on top of that, they had a great night. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't see again crazy nights like that happen. Um, but I do think that when it comes the the extra days to plan i think really really matter when you're going up against a style that you don't often see Mm -hmm. whether that be a team that that presses full court a team like this that they're gonna put you know we use that term again and again and again again.
1: backing like they do so many things different
2: um and so you you that i think it will really really matter because i think these teams are a little more even than they were in 2018 because i think villanova going into that day even if they hadn't had that crazy game i think villanova at its a game in 2018 kansas at its a game in 2018 advantage villanova Mm -hmm. because they just were a better basketball team they beat everybody they everybody they won every single tournament game that year by by double digits um but yeah i think when you know when when the talent is a little more even and on top of that you're seeing a unique style of basketball um Yes, that you absolutely, it's a big deal to get those extra uh, extra few days to prep.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I wonder what the game plan is going to be for both those coaches. Like in the case of, of Jay Wright and Villanova, I wonder what they're going to try to take away. Or I wonder if it's just as simple as, hey, if we just play to our pace, that is going to take away. Uh, maybe their best aspect which is their transition game i wonder outside of that what they're going to try to take away are they going to try to take away ochagbashi are they going to try to maybe you know we've seen a lot of these teams case play in the ncaa tournament um, they've played these almost like drop coverages to where it is allowed for maybe a little bit more space for remy martin in that kind of free throw area where they're saying you know if you want to hit a tough two we'll let you do it yeah, yeah, i wonder yeah. if villanova will adjust after seeing the way remy has played I, i'm curious what the game plan for jay wright's going to look like tonight
2: are they going to be willing to drop off uh, of Christian Brown, thinking he doesn't like to? I mean, he's he's been hesitant. I mean, he, he started the three point, uh, at least a three point makes for Kansas against uh, Miami. But um, you know, you had, you know, you've also seen all year Christian Brown be a little bit um, trepidatious about putting up a three. Are they going to say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna back off because we don't think he's going to shoot threes anyway? Um, or are they going to to send two small guards out to to in to try to bother David, not small guard. They kind of are are an all guard team really, but are they going to send two smaller guys to double team David McCormick and try to hassle him and pop the ball out of his hands because we've shown that he has a propensity to let that happen. Um, that I think would be the most obvious answer is they're going to go try to bother David McCormick.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're right with that. Um, I would be curious if they would think about face guarding Ocha I think they won't because they'll see that he's been struggling, even though that hasn't been happening. And um, I think they, but I, like if, if Ochai comes out there and because they, they've, they've watched the tape on some of these games. Yeah. If Ocha comes out there and he hits his first three shots and he has eight points through the uh, under 16 or something you like readjust? that. I wonder if they would say, all right, we saw this work on tape for Texas or yeah. some of these other teams. Let's face guard him. And honestly, I think that would be a good thing for KU because even though it would be a bad thing for Ochai and his individual production, we've seen at times this year teams have, you know, face-guarded Ochai or tried to take him out of the game as much as possible, and it's just opened things up for the other players.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that would and, and that's even become a bigger deal when we've seen how Remy, I mean, Remy wasn't playing you know when, when kansas i don't even think he was playing at the game in austin uh when can't when they know i think he was still out and i don't think he played when ochai only scored four points on senior day
1: yeah he played like uh, seven minutes
2: and so remy in, in one case wasn't playing at all in another case wasn't playing at this level uh the two times they played texas so that could be you know a, a big deal and then on the other side of that now, um, who's the – remind me, I forget, the, the, the kid who was for Texas who did face guard. Uh, uh, Courtney Chai- Ramey. Courtney Ramey. He, the difference for him is he also scored 17 points <laughs> in Allen Fieldhouse while face guarding uh, Ochai Abadji. Do you, do you have a guy who can shut down Ochai Uh, but uh, if you if you use that is he good enough to still score a heap on the offensive end or are you just kind of saying no he's not going to get points for us anyway
1: yeah I think that'll be very interesting the whole chess match going on here and and the other side of that is what is Kansas going to try to take away um are they just gonna you know I, I don't know that how much of Kansas focuses on that like we have to take this one thing away or if they just try to like do what they do best. I, th- I think it's more of that when you're kind of like a blue blood program. But if you were to say Kansas was going to try to take something away, what would it be?
2: Um, I, well, y- if you can get out and prevent them from shooting threes or, or make, you know, if, if you could really, really, really bother them, I guess if I, if I would have to choose that, you
1: know, get. maybe I should rephrase this question as what do you think Kansas might do I don't know. I think it's really part of the bo- scouting report.
2: Bother them, bother them, bother them, get way, way out on them <laughs> before they can even get into the rhythm of their offense. That was my exact whatever, thought. Whatever they can do, whatever they do that gives you, that gives defenses trouble. They can't do if they don't get into the rhythm of their offense. So bother them as close to half court as you're willing to go to, to prevent them from even getting into that. rhythm.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, see some full court man to man from Dewan Harris, pick him up at half court. Yep. If you're Dewan or Remy in the case of, of Colin Gillespie, Houston did that in the elite eight. And as you mentioned, um, it wasn't the best shooting game for Gillespie. He had to really work for everything. He was two of 10. Now Houston's a better defensive team than Kansas is. And, and they probably have better uh, defensive players individually equipped to guard Colin Gillespie. But like, that is the one thing that Dewan or Remy could have on Gillespie. Yeah. They're quicker than him. They're yeah. faster than him. Yeah. And so if you can get him and, and kind of bother him before he even gets into post. You and into even backing you down, then all of a sudden you do get into a, a kind of situation where you know maybe you're forcing some steals and and you're creating easy buckets for you. That is the the first thing that, that came to mind for me. Um, the other thing is I I'm curious how they do approach the the backing down of guards. Will Kansas at any point like double the post with with the point guards? It's a dangerous game if you because do you're, that. You're, really, you're leaving a you're point offering, guard with a guy open, right? Yeah,
2: you're offering a a good passer by nature of their position. And you're giving, you're saying, you're admitting there will be an open somewhere. Will be somebody open at the three-point arc if you if you choose to do that. I feel like you can't do that, but it
1: it goes in line with the Bill Self idea of don't give up easy baskets, right? And if he sees Colin Gillespie get three three three. easy, exactly, it's it's impossible. Yeah, if
2: he gets angry and he sees, you know, he sees Colin Gillespie three right-handed hooks bam, 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 bam. um, Then yeah, then you worry about does he choose to do that? But again. You know, an open three is, a, is an easy shot, too, uh, and worth more than a guard, You know, than a post shot.
1: Do you think we see zone or some type of junk defense, as Bill Self refers to it today? If
2: they play well offensively, yeah. he they, you mean Villanova? Villanova yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If Villanova is showing, a, a, you know, if Villanova's scoring, especially if it's just one dude, um, the problem with, like, a 2-3 zone is you're leaving them. I mean, that's the, the way to beat a 2-3 zone is by canning threes um and the other vulnerability with a 2-3 zone is giving up offensive rebounds and we've talked about Villanova's good at shooting threes and Villanova is good at uh, at getting offensive rebounds so that's you know a problem um but yeah if you want to talk like a box in one something like that a triangle and two um he's absolutely shown a willingness to do that especially if you've got one guy um now here's the question what if they have a guy who's guarded Colin Gillespie pretty well But then somebody else goes off. Do you then take whoever's been defending Colin Gillespie and put him on the hot hand?
1: I don't think you can. I don't think you do either. I don't think because then you don't want a situation where both guys start going off, right? Um, So I don't think you can. I think you just hope that it settles at some point. Um, I, I think we will see a junk defense at some point tonight, assuming that, yeah, they are getting it going. Um, But I don't know if 2-3 zone is the answer. I think, you know, it could be in that situation, like a box in in one or a triangle in two, where the two are on Gillespie and and Caleb Daniels or something like that. Um, That would make a little bit of sense to me. But even then, if you're playing a junk defense, they might find some avenues for threes. Um, Here's a little trivia question for you. So Villanova played Syracuse earlier this year. They won 67 to 53. Syracuse obviously plays a 2-3 zone. Villanova attempted 77 shots against the 2-3 zone. How many of them were from three?
2: Um I'll go I'll go basically half and say thirty eight. Fifty. They, went, they didn't shoot super
1: well. They I mean if you said, hey, we hit 13 threes in a game, it sounds great, but if you go thirteen of 50. of fifty, it's twenty six percent. So I think if, if that was the case, Kansas would actually take that, right? But um yeah, that shows their propensity 50. to wanting to launch up threes.
5: That's Golly, pretty incredible. Especially I don't
1: think I've ever seen a college team. I don't think okay. it, Maybe the Houston Rockets with, like, Daryl Morey and James Harden launched up 50 or 60 in a game. But I, I don't think I've ever seen a college team put that up that many threes But, up.
2: again, that goes back to 2-3 zone invites exactly yeah. that.
1: Yeah, It does. It does. All right, uh, we're going to take one final time out here. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. We're outside of the Granada Live. They're going to have an outdoor watch party, an indoor watch party. This watch party's going on at Abe and Jake's, at Lucia as well. Uh, we've got some drink coupons. If you come by, say hi, say you're thirsty, something like that. We're still giving away T-shirts, beads, all sorts of good stuff. Jayhawk Radio Network coverage takes over in about 15 minutes. With Adam Dravette, I'm Derek Johnson. You're listening in on FM 1017, 1320 KLWN and KLWN.com, Depend on it.
3: Whether you struggle with dental anxiety or are interested in learning more about the benefits of sedation dentistry, The team at the Kansas Center for Sedation Dentistry is here to help. I'm Jamie. I was very anxious about the dentist. I hadn't been in a very long time, so I chose to try it out. I went to Kansas Center for Sedation Dentistry and saw Dr. Welding, and from the moment I walked in, it was just a calm. They made me feel super comfortable. They were there to do whatever I needed done to make me feel less anxious and ready to get my crown and my root canal. I had a great experience, and I won't go anywhere else. And Amy, his dental assistant, was phenomenal. They're all about making people and whoever's in the chair feel super comfortable.
4: Once I have had
3: the experience I've had at the Kansas Center for Sedation Dentistry with Dr. Welling, I will continually go back for my routine cleanings and whatever issues may come up. The Kansas Center for Sedation Dentistry, kind, caring, and understanding when you need it most. Online at Kansas Center for Sedation Dentistry.
5: We all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family, you can't keep going. That's where My Computer Career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even with no prior experience. Impossible? You learn online from home, and My Computer Career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. You're the one everyone looks to for answers. Come rain or shine, the job must get done, and you're the one who makes it happen. We get you, Jackie in Fresno, putting your employee safety first, and Manny in Chattanooga, whose local Granger team knows him by name. We're here for you and all the ones who get it done, with 24 7 customer support and access to product specialists to help you find what you need. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by
0: Granger for the ones. Get it done. The Kansas Jayhawks play here on FM 1017 and 1320. KLWN. Depend on it.
1: Well, we got a a great compliment, Adam. Apparently somebody walked by and said, I love that Greg Gurley.
2: Oh, well, fantastic. I don't know which one of us is 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 Greg Gurley. But but I will take that as a compliment. Greg does
1: tremendous work. And uh, you'll hear him on the Jayhawk Radio Network in about... uh, about an hour, 15 minutes, something yep. like that. Pre-game coverage starts at 3.30. With Adam Dervetta, Derek Johnson, we're out live in front of the Granada, still spinning our prize wheel, giving away some beads, some bottle openers. Still
2: a heap of these free drink coupons left. Yep,
1: yep. You can come by, get a free drink at the Granada on us. It's There's no strings attached. You just get a coupon, you go inside and get a free drink. It is that simple. So come on by. Um, we're going to do some game picks for this game and the next game after this. Um, KU taking on Villanova. We'll start with that one. 509 tip, 3.30 start here for the pregame on KLWN and our sister station, 105.9 KISS. KU is favored by four points. Now, if you look at Ken Palm, it's a one-point line. Certainly, the Justin Moore injury impacts things. Certainly... Um, I would imagine that, you know, whenever they put out betting lines, part of it is what they think they can get the most even money on. Yeah. You think you would maybe lean toward the blue blood in that situation, although Villanova does have the recent head-to-head. So I don't know how that works. But uh, nonetheless, it's it's minus four for KU. Who would you like with the spread?
2: Last I saw, the money and the tickets are all coming in on Kansas um, overall, as far as the betting public is concerned. I'm going to – I don't know. I, I'm going to – I'm going to take Villanova in the points. I just I think they step up in the absence of, of an injured guy, um, and I think they play well. Um, four points is a lot with yeah. two really really good teams. So I'm going to take the points. It
1: really is, and it's interesting to me because of the fact that as I mentioned, like Ken Palm had it at a one point game, and that obviously does not factor in that Justin Moore is injured. It doesn't know that. I see. Right?
2: Didn't Newell mention but that? Yeah,
1: this be, is where I'm going with this.
2: Because of the injury, it some one of his sites that he likes. Uh, dropped Villanova down to 12th nationally.
1: Yeah, it went for they went from sixth to 12th based on efficiency. But here's what's here's what's odd to me. We also talked to Jesse earlier this week, and he said when Joel Embiid was out for the tournament, he asked like Vegas oddsmakers, like how does that affect the line? He said uh, maybe a point or two. You would think this would be closer to a three point spread, maybe yeah. two and a half, right? So for that reason, I would take the points. Um, in this game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be gross. Now, if you That's told the me... That's
2: low scoring Exactly. Indicates I, closer game. I think
1: this is going to be closer to the 2016 game. Now, hopefully there's a different result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that game was, I think, 64-59 it was, was the final score. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, you know, I, I look at that. I think it'll be a close game, so I would take Nova with the points. But if you were, like, if you were laying out most likely results tonight, I think... You know, Vegas would tell you number one would be Kansas' close win. Number two would be Villanova' close win. Number three or four might be, you know, one of them loses close or or, or barely covers the spread or something. Uh, I think if you were to say one team is going to blow out the other, I think it's hard for me seeing Villanova blowing out Kansas. I could see a world where KU plays their A game and blows out Villanova. It's just, I'm not expecting it.
2: I agree. If somebody wins tonight by 15, I think it will be Kansas. Um, I just don't think anybody's going to win by yeah. 15 tonight.
1: I agree. I think, you know, mid-60s game, I think the pace favors Villanova. I'm taking Villanova with the points, and I feel pretty good about that. Uh, the over-under for the game is 134. I think you know which way I'm leaning.
2: That's I mean, because that puts it basically right in the 60s. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, 67, 65, you're still under.
2: Yeah. I'll lean under, but I think that, that, that number's about perfect. But I'm thinking you know 65 62 something like that
1: yeah I'm, I'm going under as well um who knows maybe villanova gets hot from three which you don't want to see happen maybe kansas gets hot from three which right be great they're shooting 29 percent from three in the ncaa tournament ochai's yet to get things going they could really use somebody to start hitting threes consistently at a high volume and, and as a team to do it so who knows maybe uh, they all could could come together and would,
2: if if the i mean if if the team that showed up again miami is not as good as villanova but the team that that showed up in the second half against Miami was a was one of the best teams in the country playing at that level. Yep. If they if they carry that over and again, that's you know Miami's not as good. Um, but if somehow Kansas can carry that over, they're they're in a good spot.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there very much is a world where this game ends, you know, seventy to sixty-seven because of late free throws or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Um, I think the last time KU was in New Orleans, it was a 35-second shot clock, I believe, in 2012, when they took down Ohio State.
2: Yeah, and that was 64-62, a two. Yeah, that was a,
1: yeah, a low-scoring game, right? Yeah,
2: and, Kansas had to come back.
1: And, you know, that team was better defensively than this one is when you have Jeff Withey down low, right? Um, so that, that changes things, and that team wasn't as good offensively yeah, as this team yeah. is. But I, I think that... You know, you have the adjustment um, of shooting the line, in the big arena. The know.
2: line and the, the over-under would suggest that Vegas expects this to be played at Villanova's pace.
1: Yes. Well, and that's what we said earlier. I mean, it's it's a lot easier to slow a team down yeah. than it is to speed them up, right? Yeah. It just it just is, unless you're going to press them, which we know that's not going to be the case for KU. Okay, the, uh, the other game. Going on tonight is North Carolina Duke. I'm not sure you've heard about this one happening. I don't think anybody's really talked about it. No,
2: it's it. gone under the radar.
1: Yeah, it really has. I, I think that, uh, I don't know, there's a bunch of talk about one of the coaches. Oh, it's it's a first-year coach. That's why. Okay. Uh, Hubert yeah, Davis, yeah. first-year Huber coach. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. no other reason. Good, no other interesting.
2: Reason. Could, be a, could be a shot of uh, Hubert Davis walking through the tunnel with his wife. Uh, while the yes. kansas is yeah. going on.
1: Over-under. In all honesty, how many times are we going to see that shot of Coach K walking with his wife while the KU game is going on? Uh, Three and a half over-under. Uh,
2: oh, uh, That's actually a good number to put it because I was going to say two and a half. And take the we'll over.
1: definitely see two. I think anything after that is is the cherry. Under. I think walking in, we'll see two. And, um,
2: and no matter where you are in Lawrence, yes. yes, there will be boos going that happens.
1: That'll actually be pretty funny. You know, maybe we can, you know, you, you know I'm, I'm not... I'm not influencing, doing dumb things. But if you want to do a, you know, a, a drinking of a, a Dr. Pepper game, yeah, 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 then uh, that's probably a fun game to play it with.
2: Or just boo. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, as far as North Carolina Duke, the spread, we've talked about this a lot this week. It's very weird. North Carolina, as an eighth seed, is getting the same amount of points that Villanova, a two seed, is getting yeah. in the final four. It's it's minus
3: four what, for Duke.
2: What gets me isn't that the spread is four. It's that it's the same as the Kansas. If you would have said the Kansas-Villanova spread is a point and a half and the Duke-North Carolina spread is, is four, then I'd be like, okay. But the fact that it's four and it's the same as a as one-versus-two seed in the other game um, – that's crazy to me i think duke kind of bludgeons north carolina honestly i think it's a boring game i, I think agree duke runs away and hides
1: i if i do like among the the spread bets and the over under bets we have four between the two games if i had to lock one up it would be duke minus four yeah I, I feel very confident that they're gonna handle i i feel like the fact that the the game happened in coach K's final home game and they lose by double digits and they were embarrassed afterwards like clearly they have responded well from that in the yeah. ncaa tournament I think that is going to serve as extra motivation, and they are going to pace to them. And let's not forget, I mean, Duke has had their faults this year. Their, their defense is the worst among the four teams in the uh, Final Four, but they have the best offense. And yeah. and they've probably um, been the
2: best team in this tournament. Exactly.
1: And they have the most talents on a team, if you're looking at, like, next-level talent, NBA talent, something like that, because they have, I don't know, five or six pros on their roster, and among those, you have Paulo Bancaro is going to be a top— four pick uh aj griffin will be a top 10 pick um trevor keels could be a first or second like you keep going down the list it, it is such an nba loaded team and they're finally kind of coming together in the ncaa tournament i thought tech was going to get them in the sweet 16 they barely won that game they didn't miss a shot in the last nine minutes and they have not looked back since then so uh i like duke minus the four points there against north carolina um the over under a lot more of a uh i think fun paced game in this one 152 and a half
2: yeah, so that, I mean, you're kind of looking at, what, like 76, 75? 78, 78, 74 or something like that. Yeah, 78, yeah, 75 70, yeah. if it's over, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think we're talking, I, I will, that's a tough one because I'm thinking kind of 80-something to 60-something. So I actually... I'll take the over, but I don't know if, if it's by much because I think Duke's going to get into the 80s. and I don't know that Carolina gets in the 70s.
1: So I see Duke covering the spread by not being stopped on offense because North Carolina in the tournament has been unreal on offense.
5: Barry Global and Lawrence is looking for you and other great workers. They're
3: offering great pay, excellent benefits, and much more. Get your career started now with Barry Global. Starting wages begin at $17.50 per hour with a raise after 90 days and more for certain positions. Ask about the $600 hiring incentive as well. Barry Global is expanding its Lawrence operations, which means even more room to grow in your career. Stop
5: working just a job and get your career started today. Find the open positions online. Apply at berryglobal.com.
6: Spring break—you only get one each year, making what to do kind of a big deal. But no worries, Mall of America's here to help you plan the best spring break ever. Headed out of town? We've curated pro-level packing lists so you're prepped and in perfect style wherever you're headed. And you can even click and buy with Shop M O A online. It's so easy looking for an amazing in-town getaway Radisson blue mall of america makes it so simple like their fun-filled rad spring break package with all family entertainment galore or the fort blue kids camping package s'mores included want a day to just play during spring break it's off to mall of america because there's something for any age from crayola experience to moose mountain adventure golf to nickelodeon universe and just when you think it couldn't get more fun under our 72 degrees and sunny roof, it's our 30th birthday. There's a surprise around every corner, from exciting events to great giveaways. Our birthday, your gift. The best spring break ever. Visit mallofamerica.com slash spring to start planning yours today.
5: Local radio continues to stand out among all audio platforms. Why? Because local radio broadcasters are one of you, members of the community who see, care about, and understand what's going on in our hometowns. Local radio supports businesses and schools while also providing breaking news and weather, plus local events coverage and entertainment. Staying connected to our communities is at the heart of what we do. Trusted, accessible, free. Kansas broadcasters remain focused on you. Trust
3: your local radio station in Lawrence, FM 1017 and 1320
5: KLWS. All right, I got a message for you. Radio is the way to go if you want to advertise. Targeting your customers any shape or size. Radio is a perfect way to tell them who and where you are. They listen at work, they listen at home, and you got them in that car. You got to go with radio when you want to advertise. <laughs> Here we go. Watch me now. Rock and soft rock and easy listening too, up and down the dollar formats just for you. Country, classic, talk, and gospel stations. Every market across the land has got a station for your situation. The cost is low, and radio is theater of the mind. You can present your information with imagination. If you want to get your message across, get your message across the airways with radio. Call them; they will come right over. Remember, you got to go with radio when you want to advertise. There are lots of
0: stations just your size. The Kansas Jayhawks play here on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. The legacy lives here. Deep catch, big talk. He pulls that rim down hard.
5: 62 conference titles. Forces up a three. He got it.
0: 15 Final Fours.
5: Wide open for a three.
1: He hit it. He hit it.